Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title off for better than three decades. And straight up today, we're talking two hours of combat sports on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, Kovalov, Sergey Kovalov, the undisputed light heavyweight champion of the world. Of course, the UFC, two UFC fight nights on the same day, one in Australia, one in Brazil. Lots of combat sports to talk about in this first hour. And we'll talk boxing on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. We'll be joined by the godfather of the HBO crew, the former godfather, still the godfather in my books. We'll talk about Larry Merchant will be here, Joe Cortez, Hall of Fame referee, Joe Calzaghe. Hall of Fame champion, retired, undefeated, 46-0. And we'll spend some time with Kevin Perry. We'll put some of those videos together. But Larry Merchant will be live. Larry will be here about 35, 40 minutes past the hour. If you'd like to join us on the toll-free, you can. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The boxing militant went out with a whimper last night. I'm talking about Bernard Hopkins. Let's hope he went out. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and straight up Sirius XM Satellite Radio. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. 
and you are now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be, a service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242-800-614-1242-800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. And I just want to be um, respected for my era to be mentioned in the name of Ray Robinson and Marvin Hagler and, and, and Ray Leonard. And to be mentioned in the top four and the top five, wherever you put me at, wherever history put me at, I am grateful and humble to be there. And hopefully that's the last we'll hear from Bernard Hopkins, the boxer, soon to be 50 years old, a blight on the game. Why do I say that? I mean, Pedro, significant accomplishments. The guy is 49 years old. He's hanging with world-class people. Of course, he just went the route with your world champion. Talking about the WBO guy, Sergey Kovalev. Of course, I thought he and still think he's the best light heavyweight in the world. But last night, for some reason, Bernard Hopkins was able to get into Sergey Kovalev's head again. Because Sergey did nothing but box. He never gambled. He boxed. He won every second of every round. I mean, it was like a slaughter on the scorecards. 120-107, 120-107, I think 120-106. So a shutout on the scorecards. 12 rounds of zip. Bernard was knocked down in round number one by a, a clumsy sort of bent arm punch, a right hand that Kovalev landed. But I think Bernard sort of knew that this guy's just too powerful, too strong. He talked about it afterwards, and he was a bit respectful. I mean, there were a couple of times there where I thought he was going to get out of hand and pull one of Bernard's stunts, you know, like a headbutt or a foul or something like that, but he didn't. And the reason why he didn't is that Kovalov never allowed him to. He never got into the uh, the trenches, per se, never really got into a dirty fight with uh, Bernard Hopkins. He just boxed from the outside. He kept boxing from the outside time and time and time again. He was scoring with a jab. Of course, he's a light heavyweight. Bernard's a middleweight. The difference is 15 pounds. The difference in body mass is great. The difference in size is, is, is it's, it's detrimental to the smaller guy because most of the time, the bigger man's going to win. I mean, Bernard's been the exception to the rule, beating Gene Pasquale, beating Tavares Cloud, but, you know, both those guys, eh, Pasquale I thought a little bit more of, but Tavares Cloud was nothing but a, we know he was a bit of a stiff, Don King's guy. Remember when his mother 
fainted on national television after he got that decision over Gabriel Campillo. I mean, it was a heist, one of the biggest heists ever. And she was so stunned, she fainted. I mean, ah, she was out of it. Okay, but Cloud, Pascal, that's probably the, the, the best that, that Hopkins has beaten the last couple of years. But, you know, it's not something you want to see again. Um, you, you, how can I put this? He's not entertaining. He doesn't have a fan base, per se. I mean, he's been a champion since the 1990s, 1994 to be exact, having failed in his first attempt at Roy Jones, coming back after Jones moved up to 168 and capturing the IBF middleweight title in 1994. Uh, you know, obviously against Segundo Mercado down there in Ecuador. Of course, they duked it out in Ecuador. But, you know, he was champion for a long time, but he didn't become a bit of a star until he beat Felix Trinidad in 2001, a champion for seven years, but in relative obscurity, okay? I mean, he was beating all the best middleweights out there, but eh, not in the mold that Marvin Hagler was. I mean, people weren't talking about Bernard Hopkins like they did Marvin Hagler. It wasn't the same It wasn't the same feeling. Hagler's era was one of, uh, of, of domination and knocking people out and hurting people. Bernard is a counterpuncher, okay? He's boring. I got to say it again. He's boring. You can't take enough Viagra paper view Viagra to get up to watch him. You just can't. Nobody wants to see another Bernard fight, maybe except Bernard. I mean, I don't know anybody. When I walk down the street, hey, Pedro, Pedro, stop, stop. Hey, man, when's Bernard going to fight again? I've never heard that in my life, ever. He beat Trinidad in 2001, beat De La Hoya in 2004. All these superstar encounter and uh, uh, clashes that he's had has been with a superstar opponent. He's never really been the superstar. Even though he beat the man, he never became the man. Not when he beat Trinidad, not when he beat De La Hoya, not when he beat Pavlik. He just couldn't do it He, I, for some reason. And I think it's just this counterpunching uh, uh, style of his, this non-exciting style. And, of course, you know, that militant attitude of his. I mean, to some, I mean, some people love this stuff. They love the, that Black Panther type of uh, Bobby Seale type of mentality. I mean, it was all about me. And, you know, Blackie, bl- the black man was supreme. The white he wasn't. Remember he did this, said this stuff about Calzaghi and things like that? Well. He was respectful last night, and I got to give him class on that because I also thought he was going to go off on a bit of a racial tangent, you know, like the white boy can't beat me, like he said before. But I think he's learned from that. He's, of course, a promoter associated with Golden Boy Promotions and Oscar De La Hoya. And, of course, they were the promoters of last night's event. And Hopkins says he might fight again. Good Lord. He said, quote, uh, when he was asked he would fight again, it's sort of like asking a woman if she's going to have another child an hour after going through labor. I don't know, Bernard. At 49 years old, why don't you just ride off into the sunset? Do us all a favor and leave a spot open for a young lad. I mean, there's a good, there's a lot of good light heavyweights out there that are not getting the exposure they should because you're in the spot. And at 49 years old, you're not deserving, be it. I mean, come on. Kovalov should have rocked your world last night. I cannot believe the respect that he had for Bernard Hopkins. And I, I don't sort of like it sort of reminded me of uh, of Trevor Burbick and Ali or maybe Holmes and Ali expecting something to come out of this guy. And nothing ever came out of him. Nothing. He was done. After referee's instructions, Bernard Hopkins was done. What is he now? 55, and uh, he's lost for the seventh time. Hopefully, it's the last fight of his career. Straight up, Kovalov, though, looking for a match, of course, with once-beaten Adonis Stevenson, the young man uh, fighting out of Montreal, Quebec, Canada. And, of course, he's fighting nobody. He's on Showtime, and he was essentially going to fight Bernard Hopkins. First, he was going to fight Kovalov, and he backed out of the Kovalov fight. Then Hopkins ran from Showtime to HBO in order to fight Kovalov, sort of beat him to the big payday. I'm talking about Adonis Stevenson. He's sort of like the guy with no date to the prom. 
And but in 2015, he's going to get lit up like the White House Christmas tree. Watch me. Watch what I say. Kovalov will smoke Adonis Stevenson. It won't be much. He will be the undisputed light heavyweight champion for quite a while. And what's interesting is, and I've said this before, basically all the fighters from 154 to one one to 200 pounds can't move up in weight. And they can't drop down in weight. What I mean is they can't move up in weight. I mean, maybe the exception might be Saul Alvarez, of course, going to move up and fight uh, uh, Miguel Cotto. But Miguel Cotto is really a welterweight, not a middleweight, although he holds the middleweight, 160-pound middleweight title. Okay, uh, But Cotto couldn't move up. He couldn't move up to 168. No way. And Andre Ward would spank him. Andre Ward, I don't think he'd move up to 175. I don't think he's got the size to move to 175. I just don't. Um, he hasn't exhibited, and we haven't seen him in such a long time that the last time I heard he's uh, doing some court thing with Goosen Tudor. The, of course, Goosen Tudor's promoter is promoter Dan Goosen uh, dying about a month ago, but there's some legal litigation back and forth. Lawyers are talking, so I guess we'll have some determination as to what the future is going to be for the uh, unbeaten 2004 Olympic gold medalist out of Oakland, California, the undisputed world 168-pound champion, although he's an abstentia. I'm talking about Andre Ward. Was he 27-0 now, 14 KOs? Straight up, we need to see more of Andre Ward. I think he's 31 years old now, and the clock is ticking on the 2004 Olympic gold medals. But straight up, Ward looking to do things, but at 168 or with lower guys, lesser guys, I don't think he can fight 175. I don't think Kovalov. 175 pounds. The next weight class up is 200 pounds. Too much of a jump. 25 pounds. That's a big jump. I mean, we've got, you know, weight classes in boxing where they're separating guys by four pounds and and three pounds. 115 to 118 or 112 to 115. Like flyweight to super flyweight is three pounds. Okay. But yet you've got guys going from 175 to 200 pounds. It's, it's a big, big jump. Nathan Cleverly's trying it. The former WBO champion who was dethroned by Sergey Kovalov. Uh, he's trying to move it, move it up to to cruise weight, but that's a big jump, and guys just can't make the jump. And I don't think Kovalov can make the jump. I don't think he's got the body structure to do so. And then the guys at 200 pounds, like Marco Huck, although he was at the WBO convention last week and told me that he wants to fight at heavyweight, I just sort of say, you know, the WBO sort of said, you know, you're a good cruiserweight champion. You're a good, maybe the best cruiserweight 200-pound fighter in the world. But as a heavyweight, you just ain't got it. As a heavyweight, uh-uh. The heavyweight champion of the world, of course, is Vladimir Klitschko. Going to bat the 15th of November across the pond in Germany, taking on Kubrat Pulov, of course, of Bulgaria. I believe he's an unbeaten lad, uh, but he's not much. And, you know, Khrushchev, uh, Khrushchev, uh, Klitschko being the, the dominant fighter that he is, and I just don't see him getting beat for a while, even though he's like, Bordering on 40 years old, it doesn't matter. The guy's conditioned, he's tall, he's lean, he can box a little bit. He's learned how to protect that chin of his from punches that that he can't see coming because that's basically what's knocked him out. He's been knocked out by Corey Sanders and Ross Purity and Lehman Brewster, all by shots he didn't see. But boom, lights out. But now he's got that, you know, he's he's focused. Emmanuel Stewart's taught him how to watch other guys' hands, and he hasn't been beaten since 2004. That's over a decade. The undisputed world heavyweight champion, I'm talking about Vladimir Klitschko, looking to take on the winner of Deontay Wilder, 32-0, or 31-0, 31 knockouts, of course, and Mermaine Stavern, the once-beaten WBC champion, uh, originally out of Haiti, I believe, and he made his way to Canada, and now he's hanging out in Florida. But that's going to go down soon. There's supposed to be a purse bid on that. It's supposed to be done. Both parties have agreed, but Don King told me a week ago, it ain't done, Pedro. Straight up, next on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, we're going to hear from Joe Cortez and Joe Calzaghe. 
And the man that shot the videos himself, Mr. KP Kevin Perry of RingTalk.com. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network. And get this, have you downloaded the iHeartRadio app yet? Go to iHeartRadio.com, download the app for free, take Ring Talk Live Worldwide anywhere you go on your tablet or your smartphone. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on satellite, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. This family is at home. But they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Of course, we're talking boxing this hour. Mixed martial arts, the next hour. Straight up, 
We're talking with Kevin Perry of ringtalk.com, my video guy, of course, one of the webmasters, the guy that runs the website, ringtalk.com. And, of course, you can catch all these shows, all the past shows. Of course, you can go to iHeartRadio as well, but lots of stuff on the website at ringtalk.com, including polls on uh, the Bernard Hopkins defeat. Last night at the hands of Sergey Kovalev, the World Light Heavyweight Champion. The bottom line is we're talking Joe Calzaghe, the King of Wales. Let's roll the King, uh, the video with the King, with the King right now. Let's roll it. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everybody, on it to to be here tonight, and uh, thanks to Paco and also the WBO for giving me this uh, great honor alongside Oscar De La Hoya, uh, truly great fighter. I've watched all over the years, and it's fantastic to to be here in front of so many. Um, Great champions, master president, obviously officials, promoters, and uh, it's just it's brilliant. Okay, October ni- October '97, a long, long time ago. Um, that's when I because you ran for the vacant WBO title, um, and winning that fight was probably one of the best best experiences in my life. Um, and to to defend my title 21 times and be a WBO champion um, for, for 10 years. So proud, and uh, I'll never forget that. Never forget that. Um, it's been a really proud year for me. Obviously, uh, I've been inducted in the International Boxing Hall of Fame alongside Oscar and uh, Tina Trinidad. And uh, for my for my name and for my for my face to be on a wall forever, it's just unbelievable. It's beyond my wildest dreams. Um, and I've just capped off a fantastic year with this this award now, which I'm treasure. And last but not least, I just have to say, obviously, none of this would be possible without, without my father, Enzo, who's my trainer, Snap Boxing Age 9, and me, what can I say, without him I wouldn't be here, so this is also for him. And again, thank you very much, have a great night, and thank you. Kevin Perry, how good was Joe Calzaghe? I mean, it's really good. I mean, he beat some pretty good fighters. Um... I mean, the guy went undefeated, and I, I think the most impressive thing about him is um, he kind of reminds me of uh, Lennox Lewis in a lot of ways because he retired at the perfect time. I mean, there's really nothing more for him to prove. Um, I think he retired pretty much uh, pretty near his peak. Um, he's undefeated. Uh, he beat a couple uh, Hall of Famers in his last couple of fights. He beat Bernard Hopkins. He beat Jones. I know Jones was way past his prime, but he still he put a – pretty good beating on Jones so those are a couple uh you know notable guys that he fought and then he he won the title from Chris Eubank who was a pretty good champion although he was past his prime but to get 20 plus defenses um at 168 pounds it's pretty pretty damn good and I mean good enough Kev let me cut let me cut you off running up on the clock here we're going to go to a Joe Cortez interview of course you shot this a week ago in Las Vegas at the WBL convention with the godfather of referees, folks, Mr. Joe Cortez. Of course, Joe, formerly of the East Coast, now Mr. Las Vegas. How's life treating you, man? Life has been great, you know. Now that I retired as a referee, uh, I'm still helping out my colleagues in boxing and uh, did a little bit of commentating for ESPN. I'm having a lot of fun. So in the mix. You probably are the most benevolent man in boxing as far as. I mean, you're not a zillionaire, but yet you help everybody out. Why do you do that? Tell me. The foundation, that's where I was brought up, helping people out. I love helping, uh, like to see individuals succeed, get to another level. And, you know, in this world, we need people around us that, you know, give you a helping hand when you most need it. And there's nothing more rewarding than to have somebody always trying to, you know, 
get you up there and get you. I like to see individuals develop their talents. Like referees here in Las Vegas. I remember when I first came here over 20 somewhat years ago. One of the things that I felt was that we needed in boxing was to have a rotation system. Give all the referees an opportunity. And I knew the referees like Kenny Bayless, Tony Weeks, Jay Navy, uh, Robert Byrne, all these guys they had great talent, but they didn't have the rotation system in place. And I felt a little bit out of place because I felt, you know, Richard Steele, Bill Slane's about someone getting all the big fights. And I said, you know, I know these young referees have great talent. I know we're not going to be there forever. I said, we have to start training these guys. The only way you're going to develop their skills at a confidence level is by giving them the championship fights. And look at today, when I, we, we, we all down, we all stepped down, Richard Steele, Bill Slane, myself, and look at the good quality referees that we have. It's all because you have to give, give them that chance and opportunity. Mitch Hopperin, Richard Green, um, Toby Gibson, three referees, all convinced all died violently. That was a little weird, wasn't it? It was a little weird, you know, but uh, you got to wonder. That's why I told my referees, I said my referees, because all my referees around the world, they, 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 they're like my brothers. And I say that we have to always stick together. Sometimes there are some difficult times. Things happen in boxing. It could be controversial decisions. It could be personal reasons why uh, they, they commit suicide. And, and I say, you know, you have to stick up with these guys. You see, sometimes there's controversial fights. And there's, uh, when a police officer gets involved in the shooting, he has a kind of a rehab type of a program that they work with these guys. In boxing, a, a referee is involved in a fight, a fighter dies, and people think that he does not affect the referees. I was involved in a fight one time where a referee died a couple of days after I refereed this fight. Mitch Alfred did one as other referee, Richard, Richard Green as well. And I think we need to, to follow up and not just let these guys take off and, and go on their own. You don't know what's going inside their heads. And this could be working on them. So they commit suicide because they're not, I, I, we don't know. We probably will never know. But one thing that should be in place is working with the officials where if there's something, a tragedy happens in a family, they got to go for kind of uh, counseling. They need counseling. It is where they get them out of that. Don't make them feel like they're guilty because they were the referee. You know, sometimes they think that it was maybe their fault. They could have stopped it sooner, you know. And so counseling is very important for officials. What do you, what do you think are the keys to being a good referee? I mean, a lot of guys get all this training, and, and I mean, they, they train with the best. I know guys that have trained with with you have turned out to be the greatest referees in the world. What difference? What's the difference between a good referee and a great referee? What, what's the difference? Well, in boxing, you know, you have to be dedicated to the sport. You have to try to leave no stones unturned when it comes to refereeing. You always got to be thinking. You got to sleep, eat, drink. Everything is boxing to make you. You know, above the rest. You, you just can't settle for being second best. I say you have to try to be the best at what you're doing. Not only in boxing, but anything in life. you got to strive to work it harder and harder. I believe there's always room for improvement. You can always raise the bar. But you have to be dedicated and be a student of the sport. You have to really dedicate yourself 150%. Not 100%. you got to go 150%. Because, like I said, you have to give it more. Give the, 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 the most that you can. In boxing, I would definitely raise your bar. You'd be a top referee. And that's why he's one of the best folks. Joe Cortez, thank you so much, sir. Thank you, my friend. Fernandez, you're the best.
My man, Joe Cortez, the godfather of referees, of course, a Hall of Famer. When he came west to Las Vegas, it's been 20 years now. Hard to believe it's been two decades. Of course, he takes care of his daughter who was in a terrible car accident, and she was like a handicap for life. And he, he's just a, he's a benevolent guy. He's giving money to charities all the time. He's just a class act, and he's always trying to help other referees. And he was gracious with us, with no question about that, Kevin, last week in Vegas. Oh, yeah, most, most definitely. And uh, a lot of the people there were uh, – very gracious and it was a really good convention. Uh, a lot of notable uh, people there, like Tom Loeffler and uh, Frank Warren, which uh, we we also did some interviews with. So people were very good to us, and uh, it was a good time. Frank Warren, I think he's the best promoter in the world. I don't know if you've seen any of these Box Nation cards. Of course, I've only got to see these when I've been outside of the country. But when I've been outside of the country and I've watched these Box Nation cards, they're great. He's got boxing almost every week, maybe every two weeks at the at the uh, the longest. And, and they're pretty good cards. They're like 18-bout cards. I mean, if, if you're a boxing insomniac, you heard what Warren said. He's got the cure. Yeah, and, it's, and what I kind of like about um, the way he promotes is uh, he, he puts his guys uh, in, you know, decent uh, against decent fighters, but he tries to build them up. He tries to build a fan base. I mean, obviously, um, if you've seen any fights in England, um, they're promoted very well. I mean, they get really good crowds, and, and I think a lot of times when you're watching on TV, I mean, if you're fighting in uh, in an empty arena and somebody's watching, them, I mean, there's just not much enthusiasm there. You know, it definitely helps the, the viewing experience from home when you see people cheering in the crowd and. You know, the British fans, they like to sing and do that sort of thing. So it definitely adds to the uh, entertainment value. Running up in a heartbreak in a minute, a heavyweight match in Poland. The underdog, Arthur the Pins Bzbiska, 17-1, 12-KOs, a 10-round unanimous win over a Thomas Ademek, now 49-4, 29-KOs, 37 years old, in front of 17,000 people. He's done. He admits he's done. Scores were weird, 94-90, 98-92, and 96-94. And in Germany, an all-German clash at 165 pounds of catchweight, the winner supposedly to fight Arthur Abraham, the WB 168-pound champion, Felix Sturm. 39-4-3, and three, 18 wax, former champion, and former champion Robert Stieglitz, 47-4, and four, a draw on 27 KOs, battled to an action-packed 12-round draw. Straight up, Kevin Perry, it's always a pleasure to talk to you soon. All right, thanks a lot, man. Take care. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little East Bay Soul bringing us to the break on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeart Radio Network, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Your dog suffers from sore joints, skin rash, or other signs of aging. Dogevity is for you. It would get so bad that I'd have her out a block from the house and she couldn't even walk home. When she was a young dog, her little hind quarter gave out on her. We took her to the veterinarian. They said that she would require surgery. When they're on the Dogevity, they seem like they get a whole nother gear out of themselves. In my more than 30 years as a vet, I've never seen a supplement make such a difference in pets' vitality and health. I mean, I saw immediate results. At age 14, she's she's like a little puppy. My son-in-law told me about Dogevity. Within five days, it was like a miracle. Since Dogevity, our game of tug of war is back on. To try Dogevity today, visit Dogevity.com. D-O-G-G-E-V-I-T-I. 
Dogevity.com. Dogevity, D-O-G-G-E-V-I-T-I.com. Call 855-543-8484. 855-543-8484. Today, investors need to secure and protect their life savings. With government spending out of control, they continue to print money to cover the ever-increasing debt, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. American Bullion offers a hassle-free opportunity to transfer any portion of your existing IRA or previous 401k to a gold IRA for your protection. Take advantage of the lower gold prices today and enjoy the long-term security and hedge against inflation that gold and silver can provide in an IRA. Thousands of others have trusted American Bullion to transfer their IRAs into gold, and you can too. Call American Bullion today and discover the stability, protection, and peace of mind that a gold IRA can bring. Call American Bullion today at 800-576-1046 for a free consultation and receive their free IRA rollover guide, which offers the best information on gold IRAs. Keep your life savings safe and sound when you can. Call 800-576-1046. That's 800-576-1046 for your free gold IRA guide. Shell V-Power Premium Gasoline is Ferrari's choice for improved performance. It removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. So you're not just filling up with over 60 years of Shell and Ferrari technology and innovation. You're also filling up with... Choose Shell V-Power and let the excitement begin. Fraudulent charges aren't always so easy to find. They can start out as just a few dollars. That's why Discover Card monitors every purchase every day to help keep your account protected from suspicious activity. Plus, you're never responsible for any unauthorized purchases on your Discover Card. And if you need to replace your card for any reason, we'll overnight you a new one at your request, free of charge. These are just some of the many ways we treat you like you'd treat you. Learn more at discover.com. Overnight shipping applies to U.S. destinations, excluding P.O. boxes. And you know who never gets a death penalty? Are crazy people and mentally ill people. Anybody who's got a problem, like a Jeffrey Dahmer. Remember that guy? Was it four or five years ago? Dahmer was eating a lot of people. And they never gave him the death penalty because he was ruled insane. What a surprise. But if a guy's crazy, that's the defense in America. He doesn't know what he did. He cannot be held responsible for his actions. Well, if he doesn't know what he did, then he doesn't know we're going to kill him. (laughs) The guy's that crazy. You put the guy in the electric chair, we'll tell him it's a ride. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. After a game, he always made sure we had a couple extra beers. Often imitated, but never duplicated, that best describes my next guest. Of course, the former HBO godfather, Mr. Hall of Famer himself, Larry Merchant. A very good day to you, sir. Hey, Pedro. Good night for boxing last night. Good night. The torch was passed, and and Bernard Hopkins was classy, uh, considering I thought he might have pulled some, uh, you know, crazy stuff. But he sort of kept his composure, and he was a good boy last night. Yeah, he went out. Um, didn't win a, a minute of any round, maybe a minute of one round, I don't know, um, and was uh, thoroughly beaten and 
Uh, he'd been uh, beaten up more than he ever uh, anticipated that he would be. Um, but I'm glad to see a young, uh, strong guy like Kovalev now in there, and uh, let's see if we can uh, uh, get him in some good fights. Do you think he was too respectful? I, I thought that, you know, Bernard wasn't offering much in the way of, of comeback and counter shot here and there, but Kovalev just, just boxed his ears every second, 36 minutes, 12 rounds, 12 three-minute rounds. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought that, I mean, he did go, I take that back. I do give him credit for going for it in the 12th round. Kovalev was trying to get him out of there. Well, my feeling is that uh, Kovalev is the kind of really elite um, Russian professionals we're seeing now in that he has a a good grounding in fundamentals, and he's also a banger. He's not just a boxer, and he's not just a banger. He can do both. And he was not going to fall into the traps that Hopkins wanted. He was beating Hopkins, and if Hopkins really wanted to win the fight, he would have opened up. And if he, But he didn't open up because, let's face it, Hopkins hasn't had a knockout in 10 years. And that was a welterweight, Oscar De La Hoya. So he was going to stay in, in, his, in his own comfort uh, don't get beat up zone and try to make Kovalev be reckless instead of just relentless. And Kovalev was too smart for that. We've seen other guys go down in that, in, in, with that uh, kind of thing. Look, my experience is, is that a good professional fighter, if his goal is to survive you 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 can't really stop him. Good point. He's never going to lead. He's going to clinch. He's not going to throw more than one punch at a time. It's really hard to stop that kind of a guy if he's a good professional. Okay. And it takes two to make a, a serious fight. And there was only one really serious fighter in there last night, in my judgment. Okay. Talking about, of course, Sergey Kovalev still unbeaten the WBO, and now he adds a couple other alphabet belts as well, the IBF and WB 175-pound title. Wasn't it an indictment? Unless I think it was. I thought it was an indictment of, of, of boxing and its lack of talent for a 49-year-old guy to be even in contention at 175, let alone holding, let alone holding alphabet titles. Agree. I've always thought that, Pedro. Um where is the pipeline that always has hungry young fighters going after older fighters? Um, it is what it is. Um, there is no pipe, no steady pipeline anymore. Uh, now we see there are no serious Amer- American fighters above welterweight. Above welterweight. Frank Warren says it's, it's the uh, the lack of depth or, or, or the lack of an amateur program here because, you know what, he's producing talent across the pond. They're selling out arenas. I mean, bro- boxing in the U.K. is like off and running. Well, they have a deep tradition. They don't have baseball. They don't have big-time basketball or football. It's soccer and 
and boxing still. Mm -hmm. And so they're able to sell a lot of those guys used to be uh, opponents for the Americans. Now they're coming over to fight the Americans. The Americans have become opponents for them. Good point. Um, and that, listen, that's just the, the, the arc uh, of, of where uh, uh, prize fighting is in the U.S. today. We, there are still a lot of good fighters, a lot of them, certainly the Mexican, some Mexican-Americans. And it's a more global sport, just like basketball and hockey. Um, but we don't produce the numbers, the quantity of fighters from which quality inevitably occurs. Still in a line for comedian Bobby Slayton, if, if you have to wipe your ass with a rock, you will fight your way out of that. <laughs> I like it. But um, listen, Hopkins, I'm not, Hopkins had a great run. Uh, way too long. Had to play the, you knew how to create a narrative for himself, breaking this record or that record, uh, all the while, uh, since the Trinidad fight, uh, becoming a guy who just wanted to really just go to the bank and fought in, in, a, in a very cautious uh, uh, style. Okay. He pulled it off. All right, checking the news desk here. I thought this was pretty hilarious, Larry. I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but um, uh, the uh, the 26th, the victory as a well-heeled trio trio of ring car girls were being escorted from the ringside by the commission officials for apparently being well lubricated. Can you believe that? The ring car girls. The ring car girls. This was in Montreal. They were escorted from the ring area, from the ringside area, by the commissioner for being quote well lubricated. Uh well. Um, I guess they didn't have their dancing shoes on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Can't come back from that. Larry, let's go back 50 years. The, um, the Ali list of fights. Of course, the first one was, did, did, were either of these fights fixed in your mind? You were there for probably both of them, I believe. No, I think sometimes, uh, uh, when things are, are unexpected and sometimes unexplainable. Um, people look for conspiracy theories, and the myth sometimes is better than the truth. And the simple truth was is that Ali was too young and fast and tough and bold for Liston. And Liston gave up in the first fight. He just quit. Because he wasn't used to being in there with somebody who was banging him around like that, and uh, uh, um, and in fact, the the, the, the Liston tried to blind him by using that astringent substance on his gloves and shoulders that got in Ali's eyes. I know this because I was sports editor of the Philadelphia Daily News at the time, and my boxing writer was very close to the people in Liston's corner, and they told him that's what he did, and that he had done it previously in fights. Hmm. Sonny the bully Liston, of course, died in uh, in his Las Vegas apartment, his Las Vegas home. You know, Larry, there's a lot of controversy around that, but according to the late Davey Pearl, who managed him, and I think Johnny Taco, the gym manager of the uh, Main Street Gym in Las Vegas, who found 
uh, Liston and who worked with Liston back in the St. Louis days in the 50s. Um, Sonny was found naked with his shorts down around his ankles and the doors locked from the inside. It sort of tells me that, uh, I hate to put it this way, but he sort of came and went at the same time, if you can see where I'm going there. Yeah, look, um, you know, Liston, uh, I met Sonny Liston when he first came to Philadelphia. And he was a, a likable guy, uh, but he soon started to misbehave in public with the front page stories about it and um, didn't trust the media. The only guy he trusted was my fight writer, Jack McKinney, who, who, who kind of empathized with him because Liston had come from a family of over 20 uh, from the old uh, Jim Crow South, and he was illiterate. And um, was being at that time run by the mob, and so forth. Um, but he, but but he, he was a bad guy for whatever reason, and um, he couldn't handle. He was a bully who, when 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 a guy came along who stood in his face, um, showed who he was. And in the second fight, uh, the one round knockout, Pedro. I have actually seen punch, uh, frame by frame footage of the punch. I actually was sitting ringside and saw the punch. <laughs> now, so nobody can tell me it was a phantom punch. I didn't think at the time that it was a knockout punch because I'd never seen Liston on the floor. Um, but the, the frame by frame footage showed that his head jarred back, that it was one of those medulla of Longata knockouts in which the knockout comes not because it, a punch landed on a nerve, but because the head jerked back when a guy didn't see a punch coming. Be that as it may, um, probably 100 years from now, they'll still be talking about the phantom punch. <laughs> okay, real quick. Uh, Ruben Hurricane Carter, did he do it? Are you talking about his criminal? Yeah, I mean, did he did he did he commit those murders in that bar or not? Uh, I just have to go along with with what the, the 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 law eventually found, which was that he was innocent. Uh, I knew a lawyer, um, a guy named Lewis, uh, who handled his case and his appeals and all that, and and he was a, a top flight lawyer, and he thought he was innocent. But um, other people have asked me that question, and that's the only answer I have. Good enough, Godfather. Have a wonderful day. Say hello to the Godmother, and I will talk to you soon, sir. I'm honored to have you each and every time. Pedro, it's always fun. The Godfather himself, Larry Merchant, Mr. Hall of Fame on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeart Radio Network, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, meaning you can download the iHeartRadio app and take Ring Talk live worldwide anywhere you go on your smartphone or your tablet, your iPhone, your iPad, all that kind of good stuff. We're there. Check it out, iHeartRadio.com. Download the app and take Ring Talk anywhere you go. Of course, we are also on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Straight up, this is the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide with the godfather, Larry Merch. We're talking about the second Ali Liston fight, the controversy. Let's go to the fight. Anchor. I call it the anchor punch. Did someone step and fetch it out here? Yeah, man. And people couldn't see it. 
they, it was so fast. Sport Illustrated clocked the, they got a slow motion camera, they clocked the punch, and the punch flew at four one hundredths of a second. You can break a second down to a hundred pieces. You know how people win a ski race, they say one in 16 one hundredths, he won in 32 one hundredths of a second. So you can break a second down to a hundred pieces. So, you know, that's yes, quick. So four one hundred, they got a machine that goes like, real quick, and it counts real quick, you know, real quick. And by the time that thing hit four, that's how quick, from the time the punch started to the where it landed, it was four one-hundredths of a second, which is an eye blink. Like a camera flash, that's four hundredths of a second. Now, the minute I hit Sonny Listen, all of those people blinked at that moment. That's why they didn't see the <laughs> I swear. Now, if you watch the film close, you got to hold your eyes. And keep looking about that. When I say, all right, I'm getting ready to hit him. You can't just, you got to hold your eyes and wait. Now you won't see it, man. Of course, the great Muhammad Ali, back in the time when he was so so eloquent, so vocal, probably the probably the great second greatest orator as far as African-Americans were concerned in the 20th century, the first being the late great Dr. Martin Luther King. This has been Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the boxing hour. Of course, we air live Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Saturday for an hour, we combine both boxing and mixed martial arts. And then on Sunday, we do an hour of boxing and an hour of MMA. Speaking of MMA, UFC, of course, Fight Night's coming to you live from Australia Friday night. Actually, Saturday night, but the bottom line is in Australia, so it's another day, and we got straight up MMA down in Brazil, the home of the UFC, where it all started. Two UFC fight cars, UFC 180, just around the corner, the heavyweight championship on the line. Boxing fans, get in tune with a little mixed martial arts. Check it out. Give it a try. Some of you uh, abhor it. Some of you love it. Some of you don't care. Check it out. There's some good fights. Speaking of good fights, we'll have a good speaker on in hour number two on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We're bringing the rowdy one. Rowdy Ronda Rousey in an interview just talking about Ronda. He and Rowdy. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Thanks to my producer, Scott Cuddy, and my great guests.